There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 81 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season two of Winona Earp. So I don't know if you guys have been following Steve and I for podcasts that we've done for, geez, a couple of years now. We were on a different network. But we always seem to have podcasts yes. that have alien invasions happening because we get weird sound effects. We've lost like a whole set of our sci-fi talk because of weird things happening. And I think it's happening again. So I'm feeling deep yes. down that apparently Winona Earp is going to be bringing us aliens. It has to be that, some kind of weird interdimensional alien, because we keep having weird things happen to our podcast. So here's yes. the newest thing. <laughs> if you hear the weird alien invasion happening on the podcast, send us an email and I'll shoot you something <laughs> from our our prize pack that I have. Because it happens a lot. You should have heard us during Falling Skies. Weird stuff happened that one. So yeah. So yes, I'm believing Extremely. that it's it's the interdimensional aliens happening. So I don't know. It might be real. That triangle might be more than just a show plot here. But exactly. <laughs> that being said, hey Steve, did you get some rating news for us? I sure did. All right, this episode brought in a 0.12 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.496 million viewers, bringing it in at 74th overall cable show. And we finally got some live plus seven. Yay. For the premiere, it tied for 21st in viewers percentage gain going from 0.462 to 0.4848 million viewers for an increase of 84%. Nice. I know I Very was good. in on that. So, yay. Yay us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So, episode three, totally fun. I loved tweeting this one. I did get a chance to live tweet. I was <laughs> home for this. Oh, gonna get you good was with the title. Winona and Waverly's homecoming is overshadowed by a series of deaths linked to a decade-old demonic deal. Doc works to replicate doll serum. Waverly continues to show personality changes. So see right here in the, in the little synopsis, they did verify, which we did finally get the verification later in this episode, that Doc is working on the serum. Because I was a little worried. Yes. I was kind of back and forth last episode. You and I talked about it, but I'm like, um, I don't know. Could he be cooking up meth? I don't really know what was happening with Doc. He was acting <laughs> really weird. All right. Well, let's start with probably the most rewound and rewatched moments of sci-fi history. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> yeah, you seen when I tweeted that out, nobody was denying that. 
I just had a whole no. lot of people no. going, yeah, probably, and a whole lot of likes with that one. <laughs> I do believe Mr. Yes. Rosen even said that he pretty much thinks that was happening, too. Believe so. Yeah. Oh, and uh, sidebar, in the panel that I had seen at C2E2, this was the one that all three of the guys were super excited about, that scene. What does that say to you guys? Come on. Yeah. Uh, male fantasies as at its best. Yes, in case well, you haven't course. figured this out, we're talking about Waverly in that cheerleading outfit, which apparently she had never been a cheerleader. She had tweeted out that she's never picked up pom-poms either. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So having been on Palm Squad oh so long ago, being able to do all right. those moves... That that was pretty impressive that she was able to get it all down. It makes me wonder how many times she had to redo it or how long her training sessions were. I know this is the shit that I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's not easy right, to get a routine but I down. I believe her dancing. Yeah, she's I've seen a I think maybe it was on Instagram where uh, she's d- doing one of her uh, dance routines. And you can see where, yeah, she was probably able to pick that up pretty quickly because she's got. Some oh yeah, so the cheerleading outfit and poor Nicole. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, through this whole episode, we do get some focus on Nicole, but nobody mentions her new haircut. Not even Waverly. I thought that I'm like, like wait, did she cut her hair? What? And I'm like, nobody's yes. saying anything. Maybe I missed it at the end of the episode or something last last <laughs> week. And I'm I'm going no, it, it's shorter. Why aren't they saying anything? Yeah, I'm like, I'm just hoping that this wasn't going to be weird and like out of order. That next episode is going to be all of a sudden she has long hair again, because that would just be right. That would be something they do on we've other channels. Had, we've had shows do that to us. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Nicole was very surprised that Waverly did her whole little dance, and Winona was a little surprised too because Waverly decided to do a high <laughs> kick, and that's when Winona walked in, and apparently she wasn't wearing any chonies. So. No. <laughs> Ah, oh, I love that. Baby girl, that's an image I can't get out of my head. Do not do that when I'm yeah. having her. Oh, oh. Yeah, poor Nicole looked like she was about to turn eight shades of red in that, like, when that happened. Yes. She's like, I gotta go to work, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need to hear uh, why none of the writing you for that. Yeah. Yeah, well, not exactly something a sister would want to see either, so. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. It was funny, though. But then you have, like, Waverly being weird Waverly. More than once. Yes. Multiple occasions. Okay, so, obviously the first one, oh, well, you have it a little bit later, is with Winona. Then we have it with the weird kid. I can't remember. Tucker. Thank you. I'm like, he was so weird and creepy. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to remember his name. And then, of course, with Nicole, when she decides to go up to the school, again, with those suede boots. I almost feel like the boots are possessed. Could be. Yeah, you never know. These boots were made for walking. Who knows? It could be made for (laughs) possessing. She goes, and she grabs, like, what was it? I think cotton candy and, like, bops Nicole in the nose and then, like, lunges at her and kisses her in front of everybody. And she's like, what the hell? I'm on duty. Not cool. And then you have creepy Tucker, who's, you know, standing there like upskirting everybody and he's like well i got that on video too yes it's like okay you know what kid yeah you need to go you need to go i can't deal with creepy pervy guy no 
Okay, now that I got that off my chest, Steve, what do you want to say? <laughs> oh, that, that was a Sean tangent. Welcome to my mind. Yes. Well, I want to continue focusing on Nicole. Uh, Nedley turns over the investigation into Bryce's death to BBD, which, of course, doesn't make Nicole very happy. And, of course, what was funny was when he does, Winona is there, and she's just kind of snapping some pictures with her cell phone, kind of acting very nonchalant about it. Oh, the guy's dead. What else is new? Well, I was kind of concerned that Nicole was like, oh, no, this is a homicide. Um, He clearly pulled his own liver out. Right. I don't think that's something that normally happens. No. I think she was just mad, but uh, this was actually right. a huge, huge episode, I feel like, for Nicole. Yes, it was. I totally agree with that. And then, of course, after um, Waverly kisses her, she uh, goes after uh, Tucker for snapping the inappropriate pics of the cheerleaders at the um, gathering. Yeah, creeper. Yeah. And nobody. Nobody can blame her for that. I mean, any normal person would take offense to him doing that. And if you're a cop, then, yeah, you should have every right to take him in. And even later, course, though, she says something about a lot of those girls were underage. Right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they were in high. They were the high school. Yeah, you had the 10-year people coming back, but you also had the students that are attending that high school now. So, yes, some of those cheerleaders are not 18 years old. Yeah, so. I, I, Guaranteed. I'm sorry. I don't care if they have money. That is definitely something that Nedley should have backed her up on. Been like, okay. Agree. At least the leader. And all he comes back with is boys will be boys. Uh, and you just go, oh, yeah. Nedley. That got a whole lot of people ticked off on Twitter in case you didn't notice that. It's like, no. Yeah. We don't use that as an excuse. So sorry. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, we understand you're playing the long con and. Just trying to keep the peace and keep the people protected, as he tells Nicole. But you can't let certain things go, and that's definitely one of them. Right. And actually, because you don't have Tucker, if if we can take a, a a sidebar, Tucker later like confronts Waverly, and I feel like if yeah. Waverly was just normal Waverly, it could have gotten really bad really fast because of the way he was, the way he was acting. Oh, absolutely. But thankfully... He could have taken her aside, and especially because she said Nicole's her girlfriend, and apparently that don't swing right for Mr. Tucker, and it could have been him doing the physical altercation against Waverly instead of Waverly, Waverly's monster... Taking over. Taking yeah. over, and... Yeah, because that, again, that was just creepy. First of all, why are you, like, following her to find her to be like, it's wrong that you're with a girl and no, you're, you just don't know. It's like, oh God, it's one of these wackadoodles. Sorry. No. Right. Yeah. That kind of worried me, but I am glad that, yeah, she, she was possessed, I guess, at this point, you know, since she picked him up like nothing. And then again, you have Tucker whining about it to his sister. The other sister bails him out and wants Nicole fired and she's like, just go. But then later they're like all right. whining too. They should be fired. She was possessed. She was weird. Okay, really? Do you want to die? This is how you die in that town. <laughs> like, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. These kids in this yeah, town. Yeah, but they're so rich that it just doesn't matter to them and that they think nothing's going to happen to them. And, of course, Mercedes, the oldest sister, 
definitely um, goes off on them. Yes, because she's seen it. She's seen what Winona's able to do now. And right, which this is weird. And we'll go, we'll go back and forth here. You know, she's keeping the secret. But going back to Nicole and Nedley, Nedley says, "Yeah, basically everybody knows. We just don't say anything because we want to pretend it doesn't happen." Which about right. blew my mind. And then the whole fact that he recruited her so hard because he wants her to take over for him. But she has to basically keep a low profile to know everything and help who they need to help to get rid of everything. But I I was like, wait a second. So the whole town knows what's going on? And they're just like, oh, it's those crazy Erp Erp girls. It's like, I was so lost. But if Nedley knows, and we know that he's he is and probably always will be, a confidant for them. And by telling right. Nicole this, do you think that he wants her, well, obviously he wants her to take over, but he wants her to be in that position because he knows that the girls are going to need that person too, like in the future. I, yeah, I believe so. How did you feel when he said I that? Believe he, well, I went back to the first episode when they were talking and he made the comment to Winona that, you're not the hero they want, but you're the hero they need. Okay. Oh, I thought that and was in the poison that, one. That kind of, right. That told me that he is supporting her and he knows more about what's going on than he lets on that he does. Do you? Th- and we find that out in this episode. Yeah. Do you think that Black Badge has made him basically sign a contract with them? I don't believe so. That's so weird. They've got to know. I mean, you're set up. Anything about him. You're set up in the police station. Come on. (laughs) Whatever. We're going to just pretend like they're not paying attention, I guess. Right. I got a little nervous. not going to say anything that would let them know that there's something strange going on. Right. I got nervous when Nicole was taking a beating by this demon. Oh, yeah. Because a certain showrunner who was tweeting out, I don't know if you've seen that, Oh, crap. What's her name? Catherine Nicole. Yeah, Catherine Burrell. Oh, Catherine had a great run. It was so great working with her. And I'm like, wait, what? She apparently yeah. has done this every episode so far. And I mean, I know no. it's only the third episode, but she has done that in, in all three episodes so far. She's tweeted that out. I just had not seen it until this episode. And I'm like, oh, my God, what? Because that's right when it cut to commercial. Like, right when right. Nicole gets thrown into the glass and then it cut to commercial. Right. And I see that, and I was like, oh, my God, is she dead? I started to freak <laughs> out. Because <laughs> at first, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's really, you know, I'm, oh, I'm glad she's really nice to work with. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait, what is she saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, so I had a mi- little bit of a panic attack until I started seeing other people calling her out. But I have a really bad feeling, even though she said, no, we're not killing people off, that they're screwing with us and that they might end up killing her off, that she's going to keep saying it till it comes true. And then I'll be very sad. Yes, extremely. Okay. Again, let me climb off the soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) How about we talk about uh, Mercedes and her crazy family? We started to. Yeah, we kind of touched on them. Of course, Mercedes starts the episode off by um, running into Winona at the bar and seeing one of their fellow students who happened to be on the championship winning hockey team who apparently knew that he kind of had a little bit of a crush on Winona back then and calls him over against Winona's wishes. 
Yeah, that was nice. Be like, you know. yeah, really, <laughs> friends like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <who> needs enemies. <sighs> and uh, we find out Mercedes is, is um, doesn't hold anything back. I mean, she is very blunt with uh, the way she talks to uh, Winona. <laughs> but I think that's good that you know she is totally on the same wavelength as her and like again like keeping the secret. Like, holy crap, you really do see this stuff. You just saved me. I'm good. Yeah. <sighs> and, of course, we don't see her when Tucker is taken in. But, of course, Beth is there, and they're both screaming that they want Nicole fired. And, fortunately, Nedley's not going to let that happen. But, of course, he puts her on paperwork duty. Right. Which ends up putting her in the line of fire. I felt bad for her in, at that moment because she doesn't know what was going on. Right. And then I, I kind of felt bad for Nedley, too, because he didn't know that creepy demon is coming in there. Right. Now, of course, Mercedes informs both of them that they will not go after Nicole or Waverly. And she comes right out and tells Tucker that he's been cut off of the money. Oh, God. Again, I wanted to punch him in go. his little smug face. Yeah. And... He comes back with, well, he gets his money if she dies. Which never go, seems hmm. like a good idea, if them actually saying that out loud. Right, because sure enough, Mercedes gets attacked by the twin black ghost. Yeah, so, and it had the that hand thing that we've seen in the mm -hmm. case, like the weird, um, not like rings, but you know what I'm talking about, like a, like a glove almost. Right, well, if you remember, at Black Badge... When the yeah dynamite went off, it, that was that was what I was what, talking about. There, yeah. right? Yes, that is the thing that was in the box that got out once the dynamite blew. So it definitely isn't Willa or Winona's mother, right? So what is? We it? don't know what it is, but yeah, and there's more than one of them. Oh my gosh, where did the second one come from? Why did it look like a guy last time? Like. A beard and everything. Right. I'd, in a dress. What's going on? Yeah, maybe it's because there was the explosion busted open two boxes. Oh. Or multiple boxes, actually. I didn't think about that. Right. Yeah, there, that explosion probably blew up everything that was in that room. And there's a good chance that there was another one in there in a box as well. Well, there was like a sarcophagus, right? Yeah. Yeah, so who knows what was in any of it. So, wait, now that I sent that, said that, could it be like weird ancient egyptian thing oh sure it could oh, it could be anything okay i need yeah, to stop the, speculating with it, yeah with the way it had the jewelry and the way it looked to me it looked like middle eastern more than anything else wait and yeah dolls was overseas and so was lakuto's husband in afghanistan so who knows what they brought mm -hmm. back yeah oh my gosh all right i will dwell on this all day we need to move past this but, question, is okay. Mercedes actually dead? We haven't seen a body yet. If it doesn't happen on screen, we never know. Oh, yeah. That's how we look at so it So we don't know. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We've learned. Yes. We've had to. <laughs> Too many of our shows screw yes. with our heads. Now, speaking of learning, we also learned something else in this episode about Waverly. Yes. She is unaware that she is possessed. Right. Because... Winona borrows Waverly's wave lipstick before the gathering at the high school, returns it, 
and then Waverly accuses her of not returning it after Black Eyes eats it. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay, maybe I'll go look again. Maybe I'll put it down. So, so to me, that basically confirmed that she is not aware that she is being possessed, which doesn't completely jive with everything else that's going on with her because Winona tries to get her to help with the case and Waverly refuses because she's got to wait for Nicole to get off work. And when has that ever happened? I know that that seemed weird too. And I didn't understand if that's the weird like possession or if that's like falling into a relationship where it's like, no, I have to be there. Yeah, I, I was kind of like, uh, right. I didn't understand. If she's getting too possessive already of Nicole, I don't know. It's not the Waverly we saw in season one. No. That's for sure. And finally, Nicole actually tells Winona that Waverly has changed and lost her sweetness. But of course, Winona just blows it off as, well, she's just having to deal with the whole Willa issue like I am, basically. Yeah. And with Winona, we don't see that drastic of a change in her personality compared to what we're seeing in Waverly. Waverly's completely different than that sweet little innocent thing that we saw in season one. Yeah, she is definitely changed, but, I mean, it could just be the weird possession. Because things got really right. weird at the end with her. Yeah. So, like, she's at the bar at one point at Shorty's. I started to say Doc's. I'm like, wait. And yeah. what, she grabbed, like, a martini shaker is what I think it was. Yeah. And, like, puts it in her purse. And then it's like, ooh, shiny is basically what it was. Exactly. She runs off. Exactly. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Because she's in the barn. And then we see Doc, which about, or not Doc, dang it. Too many Ds, dolls. And he's, like, all cringing. And, and it was funny because, like, a few minutes or a few seconds before, we see Doc and Winona talking. And they're like, he'll never come back here. He's not that stupid. And then, you know, flash to him in the barn, laying there writhing. And then right. he's like, Waverly, help. And she just, like, puts the, the martini shaker down. And she's like, hee, 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 yay. And then, like, ignores him. Like, he's not even there. It's like, what is happening? Well, she actually sees, he sees her eyes go black and then actually start running down her cheeks. That creeped me out. And that just freaks him the hell out, yes. Okay, that's pretty bad if it's creeping out like the half-demon guy. Right, exactly. I mean, it creeped me out, don't get me wrong. It's like, hold everything. So, do you think that Dolls went back there on his own to try to get help from them, or somehow Waverly took him there? Uh, that's a really good question. I, I could see it going either way, actually. Yeah, I'm thinking I, that somehow he got know, there. If he told... Doc, how to, that you could re-engineer the serum. Mm -hmm. I could see him sticking around the Ghost River Triangle to see if Doc is successful. Okay. Even though, you know, you've got Lakuto there, but that's the only black badge person that would go after him. I mean, yes, there's supposed to be agents looking for him, but have we seen any of them report to Lakuto yet? No. Because he keeps so, taking them all out. And maybe. That's very possible, too. Okay, so theoretically, he's taking but them all out. But we would think Lakuto say something about it. You know, that's true. They, Damn it. More of my men are getting taken out. <laughs> well, if they're getting taken out, she knows that 
he's still around, so. Hmm. Well. But what Waverly's got planned for dolls, who knows? Maybe she wants him to convert to whatever he is and not be able to convert back to dolls. That's, I don't know, that's weird, because we know that's, that's not Waverly, but that doesn't mean that's right. not Black-Eyed Waverly. Right. I say all this in air quotes. Exactly. Nobody can see me do this, but I'm like, air quotes. <laughs> yes, I talk with my hands, which is really strange on a podcast, so there you go. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows what I'm doing. Video. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I. All right. So we're down to Winona and two men. Who, yes. who would you like to speak about? <laughs> This. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Doc. Oh, Mr. Winona, of course, not only went to Waverly for help, she also goes to Doc for help and discovers that he's got a lab downstairs and that Rosita is trying to re- reverse engineer all serum. I love so that. So it wasn't she, what she thought yeah. was going on to begin with. Yeah, because, well, Rosita didn't make it like she wasn't having relations with doc but what did i right. can't remember what she called her it was like shaky mcboob or something like random but i'm yeah. like oh yeah <laughs> you're, you're not jealous or anything right right winona but then it turns yeah. out and okay i'm surprised rosita has a she's a chemical engineer i think he said yeah something like it was that. like wait what why is she yeah. bartending <laughs> come on I just feel like she should be able to, to be doing something other than that. Although, you know, great, she's there and she's going to help Doc, hopefully. But I don't know. Right. There there was a lot of jealousy, just like steaming off of Winona. I thought it was funny. Yes, there was. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't laugh, but it was pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> well, do you think they're going to be able to do it and do it in time? Well, they got a funding. Yes, Doc talked Winona into capturing the demon. Because that seems to be the one thing that they need for the serum is some demon blood. And it's got to be fresh. Yeah, I'm sure nothing and can Rosita go wrong there. Rosita cannot reverse engineer that. Yeah, well, I don't know. I only see bad things happening. Yeah, this could go horribly wrong as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully things will work out. Because I know there was a little back and forth there with Doc and Winona and you know, Doc's like, you know, for a second, I thought you were going to make a deal instead of doing what I needed you to do, which I got a little right. bit worried. But at the same time, I did not necessarily think Dolls was the first person that Winona was thinking about in regards to like any kind of wish. And so I was wondering <clears throat> where it might go. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, obviously, right. The stuff with her sister and just her family in general. And it's like, how serious and how powerful is this demon that you get what you whatever you wish like could they bring people back from the dead could they make everything in the ghost river triangle go away you know it it could have been anything right so i was kind of like "Mm, i don't know what she's doing kind of glad that she was you know (laughs) the good person that we needed her to be right oh let's finally talk about perry Mm. shall we of course yes (laughs) oh my gosh perry yeah, the only reason why Nona agrees to go out with him is because he was Blaine's best friend, and she thinks he might know something and is suspicious of him. And, and of course, when he calls to set up the date, we see uh, uh, 
he's skinning a rabbit. So, of course, uh, it gives the audience reason to uh, think he might be behind all this as well. Yeah, when he was skinning that... What is going on here? Yeah, when he was skinning that rabbit and, like, having the blood all fall, like, into that pan, I'm like, oh, what? This isn't good. What is he doing? What is it? Yeah. Uh, What? He he was apparently drawing weird symbols on people, but it, it wasn't what we thought. It ended up being protection. Well, it was supposed to be protection anyway. Right. Yeah, supposed to be protection, but it wasn't working too no. well. But, well, it was also blood on a door, which, let me ask this, and it's pretty much rhetorical. Okay. We find out that, uh, what is the other guy's name? Skip. He had married a hot wife. Right. And his door is the one covered with this weird, weird symbol and blood. We do see Waverly there. You know, the wife is at the door or whatever. Wouldn't the wife be like, what is this crap on my door? And be trying to get that off? Like, Or everybody's like, oh, it's cool. I'm just leaving this here. You would think. Like, what? why is she now a little more freaked out about that? That's what I was wondering. I don't know. Your husband's disappeared. There's blood on your door. I might be a little more concerned. She didn't exactly seem <laughs> seem worried. Yeah, well, I kind of explained that as she's kind of under a spell as well. Because without the wish, there's no way she would have married that guy. Yeah, that's true. So she's kind of like um, the senator's wife on uh, The Magicians. Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't really think about that part. I was just like, I didn't understand why she's not like, oh, hey, look, blood. I should wash that. Right. But, I don't know, maybe because the spell and, you know, Perry explains, you know, hey, this coach, our coach told us he was tired of losing. We need to do this spell and we get what we want. And we were kind of high. So, yeah, we did it. Yeah. And we were 17. It was we would get anything we want for 10 years and then have to pay up for it. You're 17. Do you think you're going to live to 30? No. Right. So they thought they had it uh, made. Yeah. Until this crazy thing starts wanting his pound of flesh, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, it was creepy. And I was a little sad, though, because I can't remember which one said it to Perry, but they tell him that he's not broken enough for Winona. And uh, they kiss and it's like nothing. He's like, well, maybe I really am not broken enough for you. And. You know, and then Winona's like, no, I'm just too broken. But she was, like, playing with her necklace, which a lot of people seem to notice. Right, yes. That was been out there for the last few days, that there's something going on with her and that necklace. Yeah, because she had lost it and the dolls brought it back. Do you think it could be, like, charmed or spelled or something? Hmm. It's possible, especially if it Willa had um, anything to do with it. Hmm. It could be. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. We skipped around this episode some because there was so much craziness. And how did I forget to mention the awesome fact that uh, Miss Winona took on the high school hockey team, beat the crap out of all of them to get (laughs) because they were going to do the spell, too. I love the fact that she walks out. There's like some a little bit of blood like coming down her from her lip and she just kind of wiped it off and she's like yeah right. i took them all on ha ha yeah <laughs> and flips them off as she walks off yeah that was kind of funny but then i'm kind of weird i guess i don't know so anything else that you feel that we we zipped past that you want to touch on i had to throw the hockey fight in there come on even though we didn't see it 
Oh now, yeah, but, yeah, we definitely had to. You know, it was we didn't see it on screen, but we see see the confrontation begin, and then we see her walking out with the trophy. So we do get confirmation from Mercedes though that it happened. Right. Which is again funny. No, I don't think so. I mean, we had a bunch of uh, great lines in this episode. Oh, it was. The Winona humor was definitely back at a hundred percent. And it was, I mean, I hope we don't lose Mercedes because she's right at that same level as Winona. She is unfiltered. I know, but I'm worried after the ending, so. Right. Yes, I am too. I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, please rate and review us on iTunes and every platform that you find us on because good ratings help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends we do hope you are enjoying our podcast. And we want to hear from you, so fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Or head on over to the website, hit the contact page, and you can send us something from there. Because all our contacts are on there. Follow us on Twitter when we're live tweeting, which we love to do when we can. Unfortunately, work schedules in real life sometimes get in the way, but we try to do it as often as possible. And that's at FGZ Podcast. And that's everything, I think. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. So now that I know your whole situation, should we institute a knickers on the doorknob policy since you're not using yours? Until next time.